All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. Stranger Things season four was record-setting debut. Obi-Wan, record-setting debut. The Boys, seems like TV is in a good place. And we go into the Spider-Verse. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Excellent. I'm good, man. I'm good. Summer's in full swing, I feel like. Summer is in full swing. And uh, yeah, finish up the last week of school here. So at a good point of the year, which feels nice. Is that officially posting for the last week? Or you guys like have important shit to do? Or from a teacher standpoint, how's that going to be? Um. Some of the kids are coasting, and the other kids are desperately trying to make it. So, the so some of the, you're spending is, all your time with a few kids to be like, dude, if you just write this one paper, I'll pass you. We're just dragging a few kids kicking and screaming is yeah. what we're doing right now, but it's all good. But so, Mr. Uh, Burtness, I will clean your car for extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do a couple points for that. And Jim, Jimbo, uh, I just want to say it's not officially summer yet until – Free time Eric blows us off saying he's too busy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, well, let's call free time Eric. He's like, ooh, free time. Yeah, not real. I'm yeah, so busy. I'll, I'll call you guys in August. I'm booked up. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we have lots to talk about today, but before we do, we need our listeners to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Beautiful. Perfect. We love you all. Yeah, we do. All right, guys, what are you drinking tonight? All right, I'm going to start with this awesome can. You guys, how often do you guys buy Shell's beer? One of the biggest breweries in Minnesota, right? Almost never. All right, well, they released this can. Look at that. Fresh prints with like like a printed thing. I mean, love this can. Cold IPA. I tell you what, pretty cheap in a 12 pack. And it's actually not bad. It's pretty good. It's like a $15 12 pack. They make consistent beer. Uh, also, cold IPA is the new hazy IPA, I've noticed. Right. It's, prop- it's propagating the industry like nobody's business. <laughs> it is. And you know what? This one works for me, so I'm into it. The Fresh Prince from Shells is actually kind of a banger. I don't think this is the last 12-pack I'm going to buy. Nice. What yeah. was the uh, what was the price on the twelver? I think it was like it was like 15 or 16 which is fine. That's a good deal. No, that's I mean. right. That's right where everything is. Um, I'm drinking a recycled beer. Um, had this one before. It's a light in dark places when all other lights go out. Fair State collab with Burial Beer. It's a pale ale. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It's a perfect summer beer. Well done. All right, guys. I am with our good friends, former Nordy winner, uh, the Modest Brewing Company, with their collaboration with Other Half. And this is Tater Tot Hot Dish Double Dry Hop Double IPA. Jesus. Wow. I, I usually don't buy beers like this, to be honest with you, but um, I think the branding had me feeling curious, so it's really tasty. I just wonder how, you. when I saw that that, was, that dropped, I'm like, dude, is MN Nice Tots? Remember when we had him on the pod? I'm like, I how do. is he not involved in this? I wish he would come back, to be honest with you. I'd bring more, yeah, dude, he could bring one of his new uh, creations he's got. He's got a few different kinds now, but anyway, You could buy them. I could. I could. <laughs> <laughs> or we can give him some free pub in exchange. Yeah. yeah. That's good. All right, guys. It's time to move on to Do We Care? 
And we need to start with Disney Plus. Obi-Wan is the biggest premiere ever for Disney Plus. Yeah, makes sense. I watched it immediately. Yeah, this seems like a really important show. Um, I don't know if I love how they're doing their Star Wars shows outside of Mandalorian right now. But Mm -hmm. this show feels important because it has such a big star attached to the project who already has played this role. Um, And so it feels different. It feels bigger and more important. The story, obviously, is one that people have been waiting for for a long time. And I get it. I think everyone has been really excited for the show. And I was a little concerned after watching episode one, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then episode two, I was like, I think it's good. And then episode three finally came and it felt great. So I understand. I'm sure the numbers are booming for them on Disney+. And we also found out Hayden Christensen is looking for a Vader Obi-Wan spinoff show on Disney+. Plus, Which makes sense. Um, I kind of feel like, I don't know how that's different than like a season two. Yeah, no, Um, I know. Which they could do. I mean, I, I don't even think they need to. Like, I hope that in the last three episodes, they make this so fucking awesome that we're like, all right, they don't need to do another season. You know, we know Obi-Wan didn't do that much shit in the, when he was stuck on Tatooine watching Luke, right? Like, can this be, can't this be his one big adventure? I I would be fine with that. Yeah. And then you have to start messing with, and which they already kind of are, you'd have to start messing with canon from the original trilogy, you know, mm-hmm. like where you're starting to say like, well, actually he, he didn't live there the whole time. He was out doing Jedi things, even though he was pretending to be in high, you know what I mean? And then yeah. now all of a sudden, like the rest of it kind of doesn't make sense just because they wanted to do a second season. So, yeah, they're already kind of trying to retcon a little bit. Um, you know how they, they've done that with like, you know, where the sequels fucked up or in the sequels are trying to fix stuff between the prequels and the originals. There's yeah. that line in the originals where it's like, yeah, I didn't know my mom too well. I, uh, you know, I remember her a little bit, her voice and her, some images of her. Remember Leia said that, which mm-hmm. of course, when they did the prequels, it's like, no, she didn't. Yeah. You know, she died at childbirth. So then they kind of like in this, they're like, she sort of is connected to her somehow, you know what I mean? Leia is. So you're like, okay, she maybe does actually remember those things, even though she never actually experienced them. So they're, they're already tampering a little bit. I like Star Wars, but I think that Star Wars fans are like so hypercritical, um, even more so than all of us as Game of Thrones fans were like their idea of what Star Wars even has been, uh, I think is kind of crazy. Like, mm-hmm. it is a flawed series from moment one. I mean, yeah. they're constantly just making weird choices and things that w- could have been done so much better if they would have just read Dune a second time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the fans are just, I don't know what they want. Um, also, Hayden Christensen. I mean, this is classic to me. What else is he doing? Like, <laughs> of course he wants to do this he's like oh yeah. let me check i have nope i have literally nothing ever to do like limitless 2 was canceled for me uh yeah. 10 years ago <laughs> that was the last job offer i had yeah so i would imagine he wants to do more of this and i think like my biggest complaint very publicly on this show about star wars has been darth vader what a legendary character everyone thinks of him as one of the most iconic characters ever we haven't seen enough of him i think they're trying to fix that now I think well, they that, know. That's the question. He said an Obi-Wan Vader spinoff. What if they just 
let Obi-Wan go. Yeah. From from this series, I mean, you know, you and McGregor's probably like busy as schedule. I mean, maybe he would make time to do a second he season. He just doesn't work that much. He just like he's geeking to go do whatever he wants. Yeah, he gets to pick whatever project he wants to do. So maybe maybe they just do away with Obi Wan and and Eric, like you said. Maybe we get just some Vader wreaking havoc on the galaxy in between, you know, as as the Empire's you know fist of fury, you know, kind of thing. Like he's the, he's the mountain you know, for the empire, just running around killing things for no reason. Anyway, I think mm-hmm. that that might work. I don't know if Hayden Christensen necessarily needs to be like uh front and center. Um, he doesn't it, even but... need to be there. That's the thing. Yeah. He's like, right. you never, you know, whatever. I, I feel like we're getting into spoiler territory. Uh, well, here's what I think guys. Um, writer's room time. Ready? Here you go. Oh, yeah. Disney plus pay me. Uh, once you do this, I don't want C2 of Obi-Wan. I want a new show. Um, what is it called when a show is like has different actors and different stories, but it's the same show? Anthology. An anthology. An anthology show. I want an anthology Star Wars show called Sith Lords. Okay. And it's just every season is some Sith Lord wrecking havoc and having drama and learning more about the Sith. And season one is just Darth Vader. Well, if they did, Eric, if they did uh like a with the ahsoka series and then they did another season of vader could they meld those two together for live action ahsoka versus vader would that work that'd be sweet i'm just telling you if they announced right now sith lords dart you know dot dot darth vader i'd be like hell yeah yeah and then season two is some dude we don't even know about and it's like in the past or something Mm. I feel like they can pull. I mean, we could get some Darth Maul going. We could get. Yeah, um, but they could do even cooler people than that. But yeah, they could do Darth Maul. They could do all of them. They could do whatever. I don't even know all the guys' names. Someone is screaming <laughs> into their car right now, Darth something. And I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that guy too. Darth Plagueis the Wise. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that guy. All right, guys, let's move on. Uh, next up, our flag means death. Renewed for season two on HBO Max. This is another Taika show. It was like a worse version of um, Shadows. What we do in Shadows. Yeah. I mean, pretty different. I don't think they tried to be out like as funny. I think it tried to be more heartwarming. Um, what did you guys think? So, Eric, you watched the full whole season, right? Nope. I bailed. You did? I didn't finish it. I got kind of bored of it. Yeah. It is a little boring. <laughs> like, I like it. When he came on as Blackbeard, it did help. Like, it was definitely more interesting after that. It did help, but I don't know. Like, I just, I found myself, like, getting a little bored. As well. Yeah, and Ryan, you didn't even try to fire it up, did you? No, it's on the list. It just, it didn't bubble up to the top for me. Well, I did watch it, and Eric, I don't think that your take is wrong, you know? So, whatever. We'll see what they do with season two. I'm sure I'll watch it. It's good for, like, four smiles and one chuckle per episode. How about that? All right. What about uh, Raised by Wolves? It was on HBO Max. It's officially canceled. Um, I think I made it about 26 minutes into season two, episode one and turned it off. Um, never to be picked up again. Uh, okay. I loved season one just as a, as a crazy, really fucked up sci-fi Weird show. show. Like they went for something. I thought maybe season two would be improved. You know, it was, it came under the HBO max banner. Turns out they actually cut the budget, um, significantly and the show just got worse. So um, the fans have started like an online petition to try and save it as all, you know, fans do when they're, yeah. uh, I am not signing the petition. I don't care, but it was sad. <laughs> it was sad to see a show that, that I thought like 
had some cool, interesting, like alien promise, you know, alien vibes, you know, promise. Well, um, dude, Ridley but, Scott doesn't just go do a HBO TV show. We should have had high hopes for this. Um, kind of a mess though, all over the place. Yeah. Pretty boring too. So, and yeah. the kid actors, kid actors can make or break shows, and they really, really broke this one. I tell you what, if I was ever a producer of any kind, and I had a big chance, one big chance, there's zero children in my show. <laughs> None. I'm never taking that risk. They're like, but Jimbo, we love your son for one of these roles, and he's like, I don't care. Yeah. He's not yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Doesn't like, make, this make this could be the next Stranger Things, or it could be one of the many, many shows that sucked because it, the kids could not act. Doesn't it make you realize, though, that why why high school students are played by, like, 26-year-olds? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> makes total sense. Like, yeah, you know that kid that you were trying to get to do this role? What if we just have someone who looks, like, similar age but a little bit older who's had 10 more years of acting experience and is actually good? Or, or you can do Outer Banks, where you have 27-year-olds who still can't act, mm. <laughs> play 16-year-olds. But that's part of the charm. That right? is part of the charm, baby. And they're all beautiful, so that's good. All right, well, a show that uh, Ryan is very excited about, Twisted Metal, is going to have Will Arnett as Sweet Tooth. Big, big original PlayStation guy, so. First of all, how dare you disparage the good name that is Twisted Metal from PlayStation 1? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great shit. I mean, I think Will Arnett cool. is uh, maybe our generation's greatest voice actor of all time. I don't know. I think he, he's yeah. got to be up there. Um, and not just Lego Batman, like tons of other stuff. So I, uh, you know, you all know how I feel about video game adaptations. I, this is going to suck. Yeah, this is going to suck for sure. We even know where it's but it does be. tell me that they're at least like not going to take it super seriously. And they're going to try to make it funny and not like really badass and dark because... That wouldn't work for sure. So Will Arnett joining at least tells me like, all right, they're going to try to make it just tongue in cheek and funny. And that gives me, gives it like a glimmer of hope, but it's that may work. work. Yeah. But it's a 1% chance. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, another thing, uh, Jim, you're really excited about this one. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Coming to Paramount Plus. <laughs> I love how you're just setting us up randomly. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. just teeing us yeah, up I was for failure. About this with you guys all week that I'm so excited about Beavis and Butthead returning. I didn't really like this show back in the day. Like Mike Judd for me, I mean, I, I don't know how he can make office space and then like, you know, what King of the Hill or I, I, some people love King of the Hill. I'm sure I'm going to get hate mail for this right here, but I think King of the Hill is incredibly boring. Um, why do something animated? The reason you do animation is so you can do wacky ass shit nonstop when you don't have the budget to actually film crazy CG and shit. That's why you do animation. Did you see why the animation like for an King of the Hill? Show. <laughs> Jim, yeah, you, you and I could have drawn <laughs> we could have drawn King of the Hill though for like well, exactly, 50 yeah, bucks an episode. Right, exactly. So like why even do that? Just film it live action. I mean, I, I don't know. So it weird, weird. Uh didn't love that. Don't care about this. Uh don't have high hopes for this. Uh I may this check is, it out. I may watch is, 10 minutes of it. This is Bill and Ted, right? They're just like, "Hey, everyone's rebooting everything." Yeah, let's throw a couple hundred grand at something and see if it sticks. You know, sticks to the wall. If not, we're only out a couple hundred grand. You know, no big yeah. deal. So, yep, don't care. Don't care. Do you want to know what I want them to bring back? Doug, celebrity death match. Oh yeah, we've talked about that yeah. a lot. They did. Bring it's back. called uh, Jake Paul's fucking <laughs> pay per view <laughs> match. <I don't> <laughs> 
have to get to our sportscast for Jake Paul. Well played, Jimbo. Well played. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, uh, Pinocchio, teaser drops. Both of you guys are excited about this one. <laughs> you know Slow me. down there. I still, uh, I still keep the VCR. The I still keep the VCR around. Uh, no, the only reason I wanted to bring this up, Eric, you sarcastic son of no, um, is this is there? I feel like they're playtesting Woody mm-hmm. and yeah, Buzz for a live action show. Like they're they're testing the technology so that they can yeah. finally pull together your dream of a live action toy story. Testing the technology of computer generated imaging. Yeah, they, it's really. No, but it's like more complex than that. And they got to make sure they can do a wooden boy along with real people. You're not, you're not in the industry. You don't understand. So, um, I think they can do a live action toy story, but they're not going to, they're going to get, they're still going to be CG animated toys. Okay. So when you're like, yeah, and Ryan Gosling can be buzz. He can voice buzz, but they're not going to have a real Ryan Gosling along a small, tiny Ryan Gosling in a cowboy suit, running along the floor next to no, a, it's gonna a, be like it's gonna be like size Sarah Paulson as the mom. Like it's it gonna be like it's gonna be like, honey, I shrunk the kids. No, it's gonna be like Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, same thing. Remember that? You can't use that word. Oh yeah, it's the title of a movie in a book. I know. I know it's not great, but I read the book to my kid, and I, I just had to preface it like, dude, this is from an <laughs> older time. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's pretty good shit, though. Remember when Owen Wilson was the the cowboy early, yes. early? That was a great yeah. movie. I do, I do, and that's what I want. Toy, Toy Story live action. To look and then like. didn't he play the cowboy in Night at the Museum too? Yeah, that's you like know what? Role. Maybe that's all he. Maybe it was <laughs> Owen Wilson. <laughs> he was probably also like twelve, so maybe not. <laughs> don't ask follow up questions, Ryan. That's never a good idea. Anyway, right, what about? So yeah, oh, yeah. don't care about this. It looks yeah. dumb. It's it's like Tom Hanks doing like a really silly voiceover the whole time. Like, oh yeah, I, I can't even do an impression because it's too dumb. But and um, it's it's his contractually obligated. Like every three years, he's got to do a film with Robert Zemeckis for some reason. And is that who's here, doing this? Here we are. Yeah, dude, Zemeckis needs to chill. The guy hasn't done <laughs> good in years. So don't care. Gonna suck. Yep. Okay. Um, what about this? Sony decided after all the Morbius memes were absolutely everywhere and everyone was making fun of Morbius that actually people now wanted to see Morbius. So they put <laughs> this movie back in theaters and it went as exactly as you would expect. They morbed all over the place. They morbed themselves with this one. Uh, I mean, can, is it a greater example of how out of touch Sony executives are? or whoever the decision makers are for a type of thing like this. Yeah. That they thought that it was a good thing. Because people have like reduced the entire shitty movie that the internet already months ago agreed was unwatchable and not even entertaining enough to to like watch and make fun of to a meme where you take Morbius and turn it into a verb. That's the meme that did much better than the movie. The memes were were great. That was fine. And they're like, yeah, I knew this was movie was going to catch yeah, on. We felt I knew we wouldn't lose our pants on groundswell, this one. Groundswell, groundswell coming. <laughs> the people are speaking. <laughs> and then $85,000 later, they lost money on it. Uh, that's how, how much they made in tickets. So It's not it even going to make 75, not even going to make $75 million in total mm. sales. Yeah. Where is this movie on like biggest movie busts of the past 10 years? <sighs> it, I mean, it's going to be way up there. 
I mean, is Waterworld still the gold standard because of how expensive it was and how the big stars and everybody had big expectations? With this, it's like, okay, Sony's making another bad Spider-adjacent movie because they can't use Spider-Man. We get it. Um, They've all been bad up till now, and now they cast Jared Leto as a vampire. We all knew this was going to be bad, so I just don't think it can be considered. I mean, it is a big flop like for how bad it was and how little money it made. Um, but we had we had no expectations for the movie besides like this is going to be bad. We knew well, what what expectations were there for Venom? Really, I mean, a little bit, but none of us were like clamoring to be like, oh, I got to get to the theater to see Venom. Got to got to get to the theater, and that that movie somehow made like seven hundred million dollars worldwide. Yeah, I think right. I think well, Sony just thought. Well. I think Sony just thought like, well, Venom did fine. Like you know, if mm-hmm. we make half that on this one, we'll, we put you know, zero we'll... effort into that, and that did yeah. fine. Let's <laughs> yeah. just run it back. <laughs> God, uh, that is literally so fucking funny. Um, love that it happened, and yeah, that yeah. ain't gonna work out for for Morbin time. Nope. All right, so Top Gun is uh, supposed to be like the best movie ever. I think we have to just see it at this point. I yeah. really do want to see it, but it sounds like it's an absolute can't miss movie. One thing to spoil for you guys, though, is that Val Kilmer is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer has had whatever medical condition that has taken his voice from him. So they had to use an AI voice to like recreate his voice. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, I think we kind of, I want to correct what we said last week on the pod when we're like, I don't know, is Val Kilmer in it? Like he probably looks like shit or he's dead. We, I mean, we were kind of throwing, too, maybe it was mostly me. Um, but we were kind of throwing shade. He is in it for a small amount and they used AI to, to recreate his voice, which he lost, like you said, to some kind of debilitating, um, pretty rare disorder. So I'm sure it's a, an awesome moment in the movie. Um, and now I do, I mean, I do want to see this movie. I like actually want to try to find some time to go to the theater to see this thing. Cause apparently like in the theater, you know, the big full screen and the sound, it all actually matters for this one. Well, like it's uh, Eric's famous example of, of like Dunkirk, like the, the sound editing and everything makes the experience what it is. Not as like mm-hmm. uh, the sound is there because it has to have sound. It, it makes, you know, the viewing experience that much more credible. So I'm excited yeah. to see it too. And boy, were we wrong. <laughs> I know. We got to admit when we're wrong because we're so right so much of the time. That, you know, when we're like, why are they rebooting this? No one cares about this. This is going to suck. And then it's like the surprise smash. Best sequel ever. I mean, okay, cool. Well, let's celebrate it then. Let's go see it. I mean, if if Tom Cruise hadn't done The Mummy, his last 20 years would be nearly flawless of like movie choices. Except for Jack Reacher. In my mind, he did no wrong. So that's just because The Mummy's a slapper. Because you love the mummy. No, exactly. No missteps there that I see. All right, guys. And then finally, Stranger Things Season 4 sets an all-time record for hours watched in a debut. What was the number for this? Like, oh, dude, like 270 hours. million hours or something watched, um, which is actually means about 12 people watched it because the season is so fucking long. But no, um, <laughs> it's good. I mean... I think we're going to kind of get into what we've been watching. And so we can kind of save some of our takes for it, but yeah, dude, a big hit. Netflix desperately needed this and they delivered something very special. I'm kind of, my only complaint about this show and I have no real complaints 
because it's been way beyond what I imagined it would be. I think oh, it's yeah. been like just can't miss television, just some of the best TV I've watched in, in a while. Um, my complaint is that why are the episodes so long? Like, why didn't they just make this into a 16 episode, two, two part beginning of summer and midsummer or end of summer show mm-hmm. instead of having seven episodes and then two episodes that are varying lengths from like an hour to two and a half hours. Yeah. It's, it's a little crap. weird. Um, well, two th- the two, only thing two that I don't love about it is that it makes it a little bit impractical to try to watch it because you don't know if you can start a new episode or not, like with how much time you have or whatever. So you got to kind of look it up and, but otherwise I think it's cool. Like, I think that, you know, they're trying to tell like many parts of a store, a bigger story. And if that story takes an hour and 20 minutes, that's cool. If it takes 50 minutes, that's cool. Um, I like where they're ending the episodes and the kind of like, you know, little resolution, little cliffhanger. Um, to me, it, it does make sense, but it's a little weird. Yeah. I haven't quite experienced uh, TV that's that has that much variation. I think they got a lot extra footage because of the pandemic, right? Because it was filming at some point, like right before that all started and then Mm -hmm. everything was shut down obviously. And then I think, you know, once some of the, you know, the kids figured out their contracts, they were able to shoot again. And then this, then Netflix pushed it off another year. And so I think they had, you know, maybe some reshoots or they had some, you know, additional time. And so they have more footage than they could possibly use and they just decided to use it. And I don't yeah. think anyone that loves this show is complaining, uh, but I, no. but I will, I, I do agree. Um, it's a lot to take in per night. If you're watching 90 minutes of one episode, you know what I mean? Roughly. Um, so that's, that's quite a bit. Yeah. I, I just want more. Yeah. Well, so you're going right to get in. it with part two. <laughs> yep. Actually, we'll come back in a few minutes on uh, Hot Rex and Not Rex, but let's dive into Jimmy Channel's June TV and Movies Watching Guide. Okay. We could work on the name, but that's cool. No, but, <laughs> so, so June June's a pretty good month for TV. So the fact, okay, we got mostly, we got Obi-Wan still happening, okay, but that's not starting in June. So just consider that. A lot of people will be catching up on Stranger Things, but these are all going to be shows that are starting up in June. And the list is pretty impressive. The Boys, obviously. Something that we're going to talk about, Ryan, you've started it. We'll get to that, uh, because that's already out. But the list does not stop there. Um, We get Only Murders in the Building. That's coming out towards the end of the month. Only Murders in the Building Season 2. I know that we're going to be on that right away. Um, Peaky Blinders is coming back. Did did any of you guys ever try to watch that show? No. Oi! Cunt! Um, I did watch some of it. It's You have to have subtitles on, although it's in English. Okay, so that, that tells you a little bit. It's pretty good, though. Uh, Umbrella Academy Season 3. I do watch this show, and I will continue to watch it. It's like it's like a very solid, pretty entertaining beat. Um, Queer as Folk is back on Peacock. Remember that shit? No. Ryan? Oh, yeah, I remember it from my freshman no. year in college, if you want to talk okay. about like the oldest show in the history to be rebooted. And then we got um, Westworld, which... Yeah, we don't care about that. James Marsden's apparently back for season four. Thank God. How is that even? Who cares? I, know. I was going to ask you a question about the plot of the show, and I just realized that's a waste of time. I think the problem with Westworld is is that if your your favorite character is gone, they can just rebuild them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's Mormon time. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, the you know something that I don't know that we're super excited for at this point. Uh, Miss Marvel is coming out on Disney Plus, so we're going back to a, um, an MCU TV show. Um, a quick thing, I did get, I heard a review from a review, like a, a critic that got to see the first three or something episodes. Um, this is a uh, like a reviewer that's like Mr. Pump Up All Things MCU. And even he was like, it reminds me of one of those old uh, like Disney t- like movies made for TV Disney movies. Remember those? Oh, yeah. They were a little bit after my time. Eric, maybe you watched a couple of those, but. And then, like, her, her, the way they changed her powers from being, like, you know, she could change the shape of her body into, like, a long, stretchy thing or just, like, big, you know, inflated hands or giant whatever to, like, a crystal kind of energy beams and shit doesn't really work. So, like, between those two things, I don't even know if we end up finishing this season or if we just watch some of it. What do you guys think? Do um, you think we'll even try to watch an episode or no? I'm going to watch it, I believe, but I'm not looking forward to it all that much. I just so, want to know. My real question is: is what yeah. is Ryan? What is Ryan more excited about, Miss Marvel or Miss Maisel? Oh yeah, uh, you still watching that? Yeah, we watched the first few of season four of Maisel, and it just um, kind of it's kind of lost its shine, you know. Really? Um, Are you time. off the Maisel train? Uh, probably. Okay. Um, I but think her manager is so good. <laughs> What's her name? Alex uh, Borland. Yeah. That's, yeah. She's great. She's the voice of Lois, I think, in uh, Family Guy. And many and others. Other shows, but. Uh, but overall, yeah. I think I think I'm, I don't know, maybe equally as excited, which is not a really great thing. Um, yeah. But I think I think this show, just in terms of like maybe what it means, um, we should try and make it an important point to at least get a few episodes in before we make any judgment. I agree. So for June, I think it's the boys for TV with – by a long shot. Not even close. Right. And then I think for me, it's it's actually only Murders in the Building Season 2. Like, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I agree. Should we check out the TV Are you, or the movies? You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Yep. This shitty-ass Elvis movie by Boz Lerman, my least favorite fucking filmmaker of all time. Moulin Rouge, Australia. Horrible. This guy sucks. He And he, apparently, like, insane. he's crazy, too. Like, insane. And it's like, yeah. and it's a musical, which I mean, well, it's not a musical, but it's going to be like basically a musical. So you lost me. Like, oh, it's not into bad. it. Also, Tom Hanks in a with another crazy, silly accent. I mean, I don't care about Elvis it. either. Sorry, I really don't either. Don't care much about him. I think I know everything I need to know. Um, yeah, all stole, right, here's he here's a big black one. people's music and appropriated it for himself, and right, that's it. You you stole Chuck Berry's sound. So all right, we got Lightyear. I'm kind of like into this, the could, Lightyear movie. That could be like one of those like sneaky good ones because everyone, you know, maybe I'm not saying forgot about Toy Story, but maybe moved on. And it's one step closer to a live action Toy Story, in my opinion. We're, we're, we blend Lightyear with Pinocchio and we're there. <laughs> we're right there, we're knocking on the doorstep. Um, is anybody trying to see Jurassic World? Because that comes out this month. No, zero percent. Okay. Chance. Am I, okay, am, I taking, am I taking a plane in the next six months that I might watch it? Other than that, no. How about Ethan Hawke's Black Phone? Oh, yeah. Which is like every parent's nightmare. Oh, I yeah. can't watch this movie. I'm watching think. it. You're going to watch that? Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. What's it about? Um, a d- 
dude in a creepy mask that like abducts children and puts them in a basement and then there's a maybe a black phone in there there's somewhere? a phone that's like disconnected but like kids that have been in the room in the past are calling the current kid and like telling him how to escape what yeah is there like supernatural yeah shit yeah it's like totally fake dude oh okay that maybe helps a little bit um okay let's keep moving hey here's one i'm excited for maybe you guys aren't um adam sandler's hustle coming to netflix hell yes Dude, we got Ant Edwards in a movie, Ant's baby. Ant's in the film, dude. We got to watch it. <laughs> you got to watch it. Plus, we already have Netflix because now after Stranger Things, nobody's canceling Netflix anymore. So. And this is That's this good. seems one of those like Sandler projects that is uh, like Uncut Gems where you're mm. you, like you're you're going to need to see it. Like you're going to have to watch yeah. it. It's good. The dude can act and he loves basketball. So I think it, it'll be cool. Um, we got that really weird movie from David Cronenberg, The Crimes of the Future. Do you guys remember that trailer oh, yeah. where they're like cutting? I mean, it's just going to be bad shit. I'll probably see that, but not in theaters at all. Just wait till it's free. Um, and then we got Netflix's Spiderhead, which, you know, Miles Teller, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Why not? Could be good. Your guy Hemsworth. That, that movie looks really weird and stupid. And I think I'll wait for you to watch it, Jimbo, and then tell us whether or not Ooh. we should. That's I think that's where that was. You at. know, I'm going to like hate every minute of it and watch <laughs> all 135 <laughs> minutes of it. Uh, that's it. So, I mean, those are the big releases. Any, any ones that you guys are like, you know, can't miss here? I don't think so. I don't think there's nothing that crazy. I I mean, mean, stuff we've talked about Lightyear will be fun and hustle is a must watch. I think. Yeah. Hustle. And then for me, the month of June is all about uh, top gun Maverick. I think that's, uh, yeah. Trying to get to that. That's where my movie movie going experience is at. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. All right. That's it. That's it. So, you know, July is going to be a banger though, too. So can't wait. All right, guys, so we've talked about these shows already, but we have to talk Hot Rex and Not Rex. Stranger Things is an absolute must-watch show. Um, this is the title belt? Yes. Yeah, well, whoa, 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 slow down now. Hang on. Because... Well, hold on. You said yes right away. Don't tell him to slow oh, no. down. You need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this Dude, is, I like, don't know. This I can't, is it's, it's, water I just need stuff. to, after three episodes of Obi, I maybe need to admit that it's not the greatest show of all time. And I was wrong. Um, you know, it's going to have incredible moments the rest of the way through. So, like, let's not, we don't need to even get into that till it's over with. But the fact that, like, I am loving, loving, loving Stranger Things and Obi just confuses me with their choices sometimes. Um, yeah, Stranger Things is so good. I feel like it is maybe the best season yet, which is crazy because season one sure. was like lightning in a bottle. But I think if you go back to that, the ideas and the the retro vibe were so cool. But this is so entertaining. This season, there's so much going on. And it's so funny throughout. And all the characters they've built up, they've like killed off the bad characters, introduced and kept going with all the good characters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Which is like everybody. Spoilers for season three. Don't get Eric upset about who they took care of. Billy? Yeah. Oh, Billy. Billy. Yeah, Billy's um, Billy's done. So there's that. Um, and we had to... But yeah, I just, I just love all the new characters. Like, even, even the new from this season. Like, Argyle is fantastic. He's hilarious. I think that the big star right now is the Duffer Brothers. Yeah. Like at this point, if I'm Netflix, I'm probably raising the price on everybody to write the Duffer brothers a blank check, mm-hmm. you know, name their price to just make whatever. Um, I think that Duffer the brothers show... or Russo brothers, Duffer brothers, 
duffers because they don't miss. But all they've really done is Stranger Things. The Russos are like, call like to me, I'm like, call them once every 10 years to make the massive Marvel movie. Yeah. That's what they're good at. They've done some amazing work over on that side. But, but like, they also kind of mess up their smaller things, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Duffer Brothers haven't done as much, but I'm so in, interested to see where they go next. And I, I feel like there's some confusion. Is this the last season of Stranger Things or not? I don't think so. No, no. I think there's supposed to be one more. Okay, and then here's my other question for you guys. Stranger Things, obviously a really likable cast. Who from this cast will um, be a star? Billy Bobby Brown. Now? Not even close. Millie, for sure. And then the girl that plays Max. Okay. Is fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Um, I think Finn Finn Wolfhard's God, already been know. doing a bunch of stuff, so I I wouldn't Finn say... Wolfhard. Is boy, it... did he get? He grew ugly. I mean, I don't want to say this because he's still a kid, but he grew awkwardly. He looks like you know what I mean. He like, looks like Zlatan turned into the most gangly human I've ever seen. He looks like Zlatan before he like filled out. You know, like as a kid with like long hair, kind of a big nose. You know, yeah, yeah. lanky, just looks kind of strange. Yeah. And look at Zlatan now. He's a, he's a god he's on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of my faves. So, okay. So there's hope for... So Vin Wolfhard just needs to go away for like 20 years. Or put on... And then get, pop back in with like literally a Stranger Things reboot when it sucks. Like he'll be like... He'll have kids and <laughs> you know that's coming in our lifetime. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Eric, who do you think has like had the star power to... to I be think the girl who plays Max, I think that's a great call. Um, I think that people would like to um, say um, Steve, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, he's I don't know. He's got charisma. He could do more. Oh, what's the yeah, what's the just, what's the girl's name? Uh, uh, sorry, the Nancy. one that's Nancy. No, the the lesbian. Yeah, girl? yeah, yes, dude. She's going to be fine because she's like the kid of really famous people. Oh, really? Okay. So she's, she's like Amara or she's like Ethan Hawke's kid with Uma Thurman. Oh, oh, there you go. She seems like she just needs to get on the next season of Euphoria. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, can you imagine Dustin, Dustin popping over to Euphoria? He's like the (laughs) MDMA dealer in town. (laughs) I love it. Well, they need a new dealer. Yeah. Yeah, Dustin needs to hope they never cancel this show. Yeah. He's like need season 16. He does. Um, all right. So Stranger Things, we're obviously all the way on board with this. Um, Obi-Wan, we said it had record setting debut. Um, I feel like I was, we, we were concerned last week that they weren't going to turn it up fast enough and they definitely did, which mm-hmm. was the best move ever and caught me by surprise in the best possible way. Yeah. And then finally the boys, Ryan, you started the boys. Uh, is it season three? Season three. Um, what'd you think? It's better than ever. I mean, the first two episodes are unbelievable. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this because it's not really a spoiler because they've gotten so good at exploding bodies that it doesn't even phase you anymore when you're watching the show. (laughs) Just body parts flying everywhere. Like just the noise of the, you know, of like everything kind of collapsing where you're like, oh yeah. I feel I felt like that's a like a warm blanket with the boys. Um, uh, Carl Urban as Butcher is, I mean, better than ever. 
Is it Tony mm-hmm. Anthony Starr as Homelander is fucking I mean Homelander is off his rocker and it's I incredible. So, I mean, the f- have they introduced the uh, the soldier boy guy yet after two episodes? Like, am I getting some of him? I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, well, I guess nothing. I, I'm just excited for that. I've heard it's going to be kind of cool. Um, but I suppose, you know, maybe let's just. Well, I'll just say it's. I like, haven't watched a minute of it yet. It's so part of the. Free. It's part of the process. So you'll be sure. you'll be you'll be caught up in the in the momentum. You know, as soon as it kind of as soon as you hear that name. So okay. Beautiful, but it's well, I it's can't dark, wait, man. it's gritty, it's fucked up beyond belief. There's some shit that you didn't, you you're like, wow, I did not see that coming. Um, and I haven't, we haven't even gotten to the weirdest shit yet. You know, the hero gas. Oh, for so. sure. Yeah, no kidding. All right, well, I'm excited. Uh, I just got to knock out like one more hour of Stranger Things. Um, I had to, you know, these episodes are so damn long. I was. Just couldn't couldn't finish it that that last night, but uh, yeah, knock that out and then right over to the boys. There was an interesting article. Sorry, I don't want to. Uh, I'll be brief with this, and it says it described the boys as the perfect reprieve from Marvel's formula, where mm. if you get kind of tired of that formulaic kind of repetition that Marvel pumps out, the boys is a great like you know antithesis to that. And I think balance is important, right? I mean, Marvel shows have a have a, yeah. have a reason to exist. And I think The Boys does too. Um, the Boys is one of the best shows on TV, in my opinion, and they have knocked it out of the park so far. Well, that's good news, Ryan. I'm I'm glad. I would have been a little nervous if you're like, I don't know, feel like they lost the magic, not feeling it. So I'm psyched. No, man. they came out swinging, man. Beautiful. All right, guys, it's time to move on to With Great Power Comes Great Rewatchability. Great name. dun 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 so this week we watched Into the Spider-Verse. What a film. I, I have to tell you guys, this is probably my third or fourth time watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it was by far the time I enjoyed it the most. Hey! I think I've liked it more every time I've watched it. Um, the thing that really comes out to me is the humor. Bit. Like, mm-hmm. it's so funny. And in its way that it kind of, like jokes about past spider-man movies and decisions in spider-man comic books and things like that is so aware and so good and i think that's and that's absolutely crucial to be self-aware about that kind of thing when they're doing something just kind of out there and it's also crazy to think that now multiverses are in every studio's uh, plan. They had to like explain it, and now you know DC is is going to do it with the Flash. If that ever that movie ever comes out, obviously Marvel is full on into their multiverse phase. So yeah, they they kind of pioneered that, and it was like when they made this movie, they like they couldn't ignore the fact that there had been a live action Spider Man movie every two years for the past you know twelve years or whatever we've had at the time that it was made or longer, right? So. They like worked that in and it was perfect. I mean, they make fun of the dancing from Spider-Man three, the upside down kiss from Spider-Man one. Like, dude, they, they played the hits in the beginning and set the stage and they tell so much story so quick and, and like cleverly that you're like fully caught up and invested. And Miles is Spider-Man or he gets bitten at like the 13th minute. Like they don't fuck around. But I also loved when he gets bit and then he. Like, acts like he's going to freak out, but then all he does is smacks the spider and moves on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I I love it. There's just so many, like, super surprising little, like, 
inversions of your expectations the whole time. Well, I don't know if you let's let's throw this back a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember when we first talked about the trailer for this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. For some reason, this is another one of those that stuck in my head because we all watched the trailer before we recorded at Eric's kitchen table. And we were like, I don't know, that looks kind of good. It was one of those things where yeah. it, it felt like lightning in a bottle a little bit where, you know, it was animated. And so we said, well, they have a great sandbox. They could do whatever they want to and mm-hmm. they can expand it. We, we had no idea what a multiverse looked like really in that regard at that time. Um, mm-hmm. And for being first out of the gate with it, they did a really good job. Like a really good job. Yeah, they they pretty much nailed it. Um, I just think in like, I remember seeing it in the theaters with my kids and we were all just like, is the screen broken or something? Yeah, because like, the animation. It takes a minute yeah. to get used to that low frame rate. But in doing so, it's like both very smooth and you see every fucking like movement of the characters and they're fighting and their action and they're swinging in, in a way that it's just like everything is so cinematic. Every frame, it just looks like a fucking perfect movie, you know, uh, like a painting almost. Because it's so, you can just see everything. I think it just worked so well, even though it did take a second to get used to. Yeah, I would say um, the strength of this movie is the interaction between the characters, most notably all the different spider characters. Jake Johnson Mm -hmm. carrying the load. He's amazing. The Peter Parker, Miles Morales stuff is just gold. Um, Gwen is great in it. All the other fringe Spider-Man characters are great in this. Um, and I would say the weak part of this movie to me is the problem, maybe like what their kind of job is trying to shut down this machine made mm-hmm. by Lincoln. all of that's just okay to me, to be honest with you. I think it's just, just all right, but it just doesn't even matter because, the movie is so fun and the interaction between all the Spider-Mans and Miles learning about the Spider-Man, you know, powers and character is so fun and so creative. And I don't know. I just, I thought that they crushed this movie. Yeah. I, I loved like Gwen's intro when she like, you know, appears in the woods and just dominates yeah. for a little bit, like so good. Um, all the character designs were awesome. Killing this, killing the you know our Spider Man essentially, and introducing Miles in our universe was like pretty hardcore. Yes, you know that's a brave, like, that's a brave choice. Yes, yeah, to have him like literally show him get crushed by you know squashed like a bug essentially, like uh, you know Kingpin would say in the old comics and shit. So fucking awesome. And here's one thing that I noticed about it: they really made New York City like into like a character in the movie. Like it seems like a place you'd actually live and not just like like a conservative rural view of a big city where it's like dark and scary, a lot of crime. Like good thing we have a bright Spider-Man there. Cause that city blows like this is a fun, this is a, like a real place. Like it's a fun city. Yes. There's problems there like everywhere, but there's also bright colors and diversity and, you know, interaction between neighbors. And like, it feels like a real place, you know, like the story of him going to a, a, you know, a preppy school because he got in there. And um, you know, I, I just thought all that stuff was like, really different and cool i thought so too i i can't wait for the second one actually um and like i said i I don't know like i think what i had a problem with originally was like why do we need another spider-man you know 
And like, I didn't read these comic books, so I didn't really know much about Miles Morales. And to me, I was kind of like, well, why does there need to be another Spider-Man? You know, like, that's stupid. Right. And I still kind of feel that way, but they just walked this so perfectly that I was like, you know what? I'm cool with it. It's great. They did such a beautiful job. And I, I like that it exists outside of the Spider-Man universes that we have been watching. And so they can just do what they want and they can play with whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And because it's just like a Spider-Man side project, I I think I like it a lot more. Well, I think and I think it's actually yeah, it totally feels like a bonus, right? Yeah, I, I was yeah. just thinking that. And I think it existing outside of the, you know, quote unquote regular Spider-Man universe, I think is wholly essential for their project in and of itself. And mm-hmm. I think it was um super important also to introduce Miles. Um you know, to kids in a way that maybe, you know, seeing a Tobey Maguire and an Andrew Garfield and a Tom Holland, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. mean as much. Um, but when you see, you know, Miles Morales, I think it, it, it hits home with a lot more kids too. So I yep. think that was important yeah, half as well. black, half like Spanish speaking. Yeah. I don't know. Latino, uh, definitely really cool. Um, yeah, I think they just absolutely nailed it. I, I love this movie. I, I did from the very minute I saw it, I've seen it so many times. I know the soundtrack so well because my kids are obsessed <laughs> with the soundtrack. So I know all these rap songs that they they made. You know, um, dude, it's just it's just an absolute banger. I'm curious right, on I'm, your guys' scores. Like, really curious. Um, so last week we were a house divided a bit. I was barely in the fresh. You guys both liked Amazing Spider-Man two somehow. I gave it a seventy-five, um, which was my lowest to date out of any of the Spider-Man movies we've done so far i don't remember what i gave it but it wasn't very good it was pretty low it was like like a 51 or something like that i think or maybe 60 you were just trying to make it like fresh but barely yeah um so this one i mean it is a cartoon and therefore i think i like it less than what would be my favorite Mm spider-mans um but having said that this is one of the best animated movies i have ever seen in my life and I think this movie is a 90. Okay. No, you stole Pretty my strong. score. Because I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I was thinking about the other Spider-Man movies and, like, Far From Home. Wait, what was the one with Hall? Was that Far From Home? Yeah. Yes. I think I'd rather watch Into the Spider-Verse, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, so, uh, but that's my highest score so far. I think... This is my highest. I think so I think ninety is yeah. a very appropriate score, if maybe just a little bit low. But I think I think ninety is perfect. Yeah, ninety is way too low. It's a ninety-eight. Um, I don't oh. know how, how much better you want your movies to be. I mean, coffee, than this, coffee's at a ninety-nine, like, Jibbo. I don't know if Into the Spider Verse <laughs> is one notch below that. It's really, this isn't the scale of everything. Now this is on the scale of movies. Okay. I mean, how much better do you want your movies to be? I mean, it's it's so rewatchable. It's so entertaining. The action's fantastic. All the characters are are memorable and awesome. Yeah, it's a 98. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie um, ever, I think. We'll see. I'm going to do a proper rewatch here and, and get through these next three. Um, but I still, I absolutely love this movie. It's so funny. It's so good. Uh, it's a 98, baby. Dude, I love, I love the, like, just your impassioned, you know, view on this. I think it, yeah. it makes me feel stupid for giving it a 90 because I, you feel so passionate. No, no I, and I'm kidding, but like, I really love how much you revere uh, this type of film when it's so far out of like what we normally watch typically. Totally. Yeah. Um, Phil Miller and Chris Lord, 
They they do some magic. I can't wait for these next ones. We're gonna get beyond no um, beyond the Spider Verse. That sounds right. Into the Spider something. What's I don't I can't remember, but it's like a two part epic finale to this thing, and it's gonna be like next summer and then the summer after that. Also pisses me off that uh, Disney fired them from the Solo film because it was too dark. We were so excited for Solo because of these guys. Remember that? And it was they said it was too dark and too ominous. Like, yeah, that's what okay. Star Wars fucking that means. That's all I want from Star Wars. If they told me that <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus was going yeah. to go up to $25 a month, but we were going to get a rated R Sith Lord series, I would have been, I would be like, 25 bucks might be not enough. Let's go. <laughs> all right, guys. Next, this week, we're going to watch Spider Man Homecoming. So watch that with us. Let's rewatch. Finally, we get to some Ray- free shit. Or shit that we're is it though? shit that we're already paying for. It's on Disney Plus. Are you sure? It's on Disney Plus. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you might want to go check again. I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> I think no, we're gonna pay four dollars week after week. This is yeah. I'm I, I I'm don't know fuming right now. If this is not yeah. on <laughs> Disney Plus, I'm pretty sure I looked last night and it was there. Okay, All but right. let me hold you on right. while while I have you guys, Eric. You got anything else to wrap us up? Because I'm going to confirm this and I might be pissed. All right. Um, I think you're going to be pissed and uh, four bucks for our amazing listeners. Plus the cost of beer is the right price to pay. to get to hang out with you guys and make this great. How would it not even be? How would it not? It's not there. Because Disney, it doesn't own it. It's Sony. But it was a Marvel thing. Yeah, I know. There's Marvel things that aren't on Disney. It's not great. Oh my God. We press on. We do. We do. We do this for the, the viewers. Our, I'm sorry, the listeners. Um, so that's all the time we have this week. Check out our sports cast, which is coming up uh, later this week. Until then, thank you guys for hanging out with us here. 